The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Sukkah has been dedicated by Celia and Isaac Jamal. Hashem Alehem Yehu Amen for the Hatzlecha of their dear children. May they see much nachat from all of them. May they all grow up and get married in the right time and have children healthily, happily with berachah vatzlacha. And may they see uh, descendants and descendants of their descendants. Ad bi'ad go'el sedek. Amen. The Masechet has also been dedicated Le'ilu Nishmat Sarah Bat Adel Ruach Hashem Tanihena Began Eden Amen Again by Celia and Isaac Jamal To school the Mitzvot This daf is being studied Le'ilu Nishmat Nuria Ben Noga Shneftar Bekitsur Yamim Veshanim Ruach Hashem Tanihena Began Eden Amen Daf Nun Bet. Today's Daf is being studied. Lanu Nishmat Avraham Ben Esther. Ruach Hashem Tanihanu Began Eden. Amen. Today's Daf is being studied. Lanu Nishmat Amiruhamet Shneftar Bekitzuri Amin Veshanim Mazal Bat Frida. Ruach Hashem Tanihanu Began Eden. Amen. We begin today's Daf on Nun Alef Amud Bet, and we uh, start three, four, five, six, seven lines from the bottom. The Motzei Yom Tov. So we said that the Simchabit Shoeva, the celebrations they used to have, the Bit HaMikdash began on Motzei Yom Tov at the end of the first night of Sukkot. And uh, it says they would start it in the uh, Bet HaMikdash, in the Azrat Israel, going down to the Azrat Nashim. And it says they made over there a Tikkun Gadol, the Azrat Nashim, they made a big uh, Tekana. So the Gemara says, "My tikkun gadol." Who's this tekana that they made? So Amar be Elazar ke otash sheinu, like we learned, halakaita berishona, which is originally the uh, area where the woman would be for these parties. It was uh, flat, I meaning it was on the same level as the men. Vikifua gizustra. But what they did is they put a balcony instead of keeping them on the same level as the men. Vikifua gizustra, they put a balcony on top. There's more siniut, and the men and ladies cannot uh, mingle. Keep them on the same level, and they can, uh, you know, go behind the mechitza, so to speak, and uh, socialize. So they spread a takana, tikkun gadol. It says, and they put them on top. Tanu rabbanan berishona yu nashim b'fnim and nashim b'bahutz. Originally, uh, the ladies were on the inside of the Mikdash area, and Hashim and the men on the outside. Brought to uh, levity. So they switched it. They put the ladies uh, and the men on the inside, thinking that that would maybe uh, solve the problem. And still it came to levity. So that's it. They made the final takana, put the ladies upstairs, the balcony and keep the men downstairs. So the Gemara really took me. How can they do such a thing? How are they going to do that? Vakiti, vakol, bechtab, miyad Hashem ala yiskil. Shalom Melech says the whole construction of the Beit Hamikdash was min hashavaim. All the blueprints was given by God. So how could they uh, start changing the uh, construction of the uh, of the Beit Hamikdash? They added a balcony. What do you mean by that? It's all uh, it's all supposed to be min uh, hashavaim. Gemara says, Amarav kra ashkehovedarush. No, they base their uh, uh, balcony and their construction on a pasuk that they found. Right? What does the pasuk say? The pasuk says, Esafeda ha'aris mishpechot mishpechot lebad. It says in the future there's going to be a funeral and there's going to be eulogies and each family is going to sit separately. Mishpachat bet David levad. The Davidic family, separately, and their wives, separately. Now, at this funeral, If what? At a funeral, when they're, they're delivering eulogies, there's no Yetzirah, which means at a funeral, that's, uh, there's no Yetzirah usually at a, uh, at a funeral. And still what? Amra Torah, Anashim Nevad, Anashim Nevad. Still, you have to separate the men from the the woman. Says the, the the men are going to sit separately, and the ladies are separately. Wow. 
here where it's a party, there is also you have to make a, 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 a takana. Now, as she says that this is actually talking about the um, uh, funeral of Mashiach ben Yosef. <coughs> two Mashiachim, Mashiach ben Yosef and then Mashiach ben David. The first Mashiach that says is going to get killed in the war of Gog and Magog. And therefore there's going to be tremendous tsar. Not going to be a happy time. That when the first Mashiach gets killed, there's going to be uh, tsar. And at the funeral, the men and the ladies are going to sit separately. So the Gemara says, and that's a case of uh, respect, where everybody's uh, serious. And really, the Yitzhara is not going to be effective, because it says when Mashiach comes, basically the Yitzhara is going to be out of business. So there's really not going to be a Yitzhara. That's going to remove the Lev Evin. And still what? Yet separate seating. So Kavahoma at the time of the Yitzhara in this world, when the Betavitas was around, and at the time of Simha, when the Yitzhara is also, uh, you know, manifest, called Shekin, you have to make a Takarat to separate the men from the woman. So the Gemara says, This uh, eulogy that we're talking about, what's the, what's the nature of it? Now, just to, just to go before when we said Bifnim and Bahutz, and originally the ladies sat inside and the men outside, as she just said, Bifnim is in the Azlat Nashim, and the Bahutz is the Rehavash and Harabaytu Behel. That's in the courtyard outside the Beta Megdash area. That's the she uh, on the bottom over there. Okay? Some said if it was going to be on Nashiach ben Yosef, that's going to be uh, killed. And some said if it was going to be for the actual Yetzirah, that's going to get uh, killed. We understand if the funeral is referring to Mashiach ben Yosef. That's what it says in the Pasuk. This Pasuk over here is mashma that just like a person eulogizes uh, an only son, an only child, so too that's the way the a funeral is going to be. So if it's Mashiach ben Yosef, that's an individual. So we understand the Pasuk is referring to an individual that passes away. eulogy. eulogy for the supposed to like a party where the Yetzirah gets uh, dismantled. What are they crying uh, about? In front of the Sadiqim, in front of the Rishayim, and he's going to slaughter the Yetzirah in front of them. Sadiqim, the Medlahim, Kehar Gavoa. The Sadiqim, the Yetzirah is going to be like a great mountain. Rishayim, the Medlahim, Kehuta Sara. But the Rishayim, the Yetzirah is going to look like a very thin hair. Halalu Bochim, Halalu Bochim. And both groups are going to cry. Sadiqim Bochim, Veomrim, Heach Yachonu Dechvosh, Har Gavoa Kazeh. The Siddiquim are going to cry. They're going to say, how were we able to conquer such a great mountain? So that she says the crying is, they're going to remember the tsa'ad that they had. How difficult it was during their lifetimes to conquer. The Siddiquim also have the tests. So they're going to see the answer and say, unbelievable, the, the, what this guy did to us, this force did to us in our lives. They're going to remember the pain and the sacrifice that they did to overcome. So they're going to cry. And the Shaymar are going to cry in regret. They're going to say, How weren't we able to conquer this little, uh, this little string over here, this little, um, this little mountain? Uh, it means the, 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 the uh, are going to realize that the Yetzirada was really conquerable. It was really in their ability to overcome. You say, it was just a... Uh, uh, there's a, a famous uh, interpretation from Mr. Salanta that he says that to the Tzaddikim, they get reward as the Yetzirada is a mountain where the Rishayim, they get punished that the Yetzirada is only a Hutasara, uh, which means like this: a person gets uh, rewarded or punishment based on uh, his individual yetsarara. 
the rasha became a rasha. How? Because he gave in uh, the first time and the second time until it became second nature, right? Till it became, uh, uh, you know, uh, his normal his normal way. In the beginning, when the, the rasha fell. Uh, the Yitzhah was easy to overcome. Mm-hmm. It was like a Huta Sa'ara. But what? He didn't, he didn't care. Then eventually the Yitzhah became overwhelming. It became second nature. He couldn't control himself. So at the end, you say, well, it was beyond his control. HaKadosh Baruch Hu punishes him then for the Yitzhah when it was small. Because bottom line, he had, he had the ability to control himself when it was a Huta Sa'ara. So since you didn't control it, then now, now at the end of his life, it's is a, is a mountain to the, to, the, to, the, to the Rasha. But he gets punished, that he didn't conquer it, when it was Hukta Sara. The Sadiqim, the opposite. The Sadiqim, uh, they have their uh, Yitzhah, it looks like a, uh, a, big, uh, a, a big mountain. Which means that to them, they're going to get a reward when they had their, let's say, uh, their Nisayun. At the biggest point of the Nisayon, when the Yitzhah was the biggest, and they conquered it, and after they conquered it for the rest of their life, it became easy. They're going to get reward for the Yitzhah at its strongest peak, which is even though they conquered it. Now, at the end of their life, it was uh, easy. It was second nature, but you're going to get reward for the Yitzhah when it was strongest for the rest of your life. You get that level of reward. In any event, again, what Hazrat Baruch Hu also is going to be a wonder or, or uh, be astounded with them. Whatever I'm also going to be at the downfall of the Yitzhara. Originally, the Yitzhara looks like a little narrow string, like a buchia. Some say it's like a web, the spider web. Right? In the beginning. But at the end, it becomes like the ropes of the wagon. Thick ropes. They draw the sin on them. Originally, it's called havle shav. Shav is nothingness. The ropes of the Yitzhara, it's easy to conquer in the beginning. It's havle shav. Nothing. But in the end, the Yitzrad, the people make the Yitzrad big, becomes thick and big like the ropes of a of a wagon. That's what it means. In the beginning, it's Kehotasara, but because you you don't conquer it, then you make it, you make it big. We make the Yitzrad big on ourselves. Mashiach ben David is going to be revealed to us. Ask me something, I'll give it to you. Because he's asking Mashiach. Right, this is David um, says, I'm going to tell you something uh, that uh, you should know a rule, a principle. She says, Today, uh, God says, I am going to reveal to the, to the nations of the world that you are my son. Mashiach is referring to. Today I, I bore you, God saying, I gave birth to you. And therefore, ask me, ask me anything. I'll even give you the goyim as your, uh, as your nachal, as your inheritance. Meaning you'll conquer, you'll overcome them. So Mashiach bin David sees that his predecessor, Mashiach bin Yosef, was murdered. So all I want, I want to live. I don't want to get murdered like my predecessor. That's what you're asking for life. Already your, your predecessor David prayed for you for this item. David for who? Not for himself, for the Mashiach. And God granted it. Says, so don't worry about it. That's what you want. Life, you're not going to die. Already, your David already to handle that uh, for you. Mm-hmm. There's seven names that the Yitzhara has. God calls the Yitzhara Ra. That the inclination of a person is bad. From his youth, Moshe Karao Arel. Arel is like uh, uncircumcised. Right? The Torah says you have to circumcise your heart. That's referring to Yitzhara. Um, the word 
Arel is uh, the same words as Lera. You see, it's an allusion to the Yetzirah. David Kiraot Tameh. David called the Yetzirah contaminant. Shneemar Lev Tahor Berali Elohim. He says, "Give me the purity of heart." Mechladi Katameh. Must be there's a Tameh That's for the Yetzirah. Shnabo Kiraot Sone. King Solomon called the Yetzirah an enemy. Shneemar Imraev Sona Acha. If your enemy is hungry, meaning he's hungry for Tava. He wants to have uh, satiated from the lusts. Feed him bread. What's the bread? The Torah is called bread. The If he's thirsty again, What's Mayim? Torah. By studying Torah, it's like you're taking coals and you're putting it on his head, meaning you're killing him. And God will pay you. He'll make peace with you. Which means, once you conquer the Yetzirah two times, then the Yetzirah makes peace with you. Which means he'll, uh, he'll leave you alone. He won't, uh, he won't uh, uh, instigate you. So that's what Shlomo says. It's considered your enemy. Okay? Yeshaya calls the Yetzirah a stumbling block. Clear the road. Panu derech. Solo, solo. Clear the, uh, the, uh, the, the paved uh, road. Panu derech. Harimu mechshon mederech ami. Raise the stumbling block away from my nation. Which stumbling block? Yetzirah. The road is like an impediment on the road. Yaskel kerao even. Yaskel called Yetzirah stone. Shnei Amar vasiruti eteva even lebesarchem. God says, I'm going to remove the stone heart from you. Venatati lachem. Then Basar, I'm going to give you a heart of flesh. Yoel Kerao Sephoni. Yoel called the Yetzara Sephoni. Shne Amar Beta Sephoni Arheik Malechem. Why Sephoni? Sephoni comes from the Lashon Sephun. Because the Yetzara is hidden in the deep in the recess of a person's uh, heart or conscience. Tarubanan Beta Sephoni Arheik Malechem. The Prophet said, I'm going to remove. The Sephoni from you has Lati Davo, That's the Yetzra that is hidden, Safun, in the heart of a person. And I'm going to banish him to a land of aridness and desolation. What is that? To a place where there's nobody living there. He doesn't have any customers to instigate. Et panav elayam akadmoni. The pasuk continues, and his face is going to be in the eastern yam. Shenatan elayam akadmoni. Actually, the first yam. Yam akadmoni is his. He's going to be banished. Et panav elayam. His face is towards the first yam. What's the first yam? The first ocean. Shenatan elayam emikdash rishon. The first ocean is referring to the first bit of Mikdash, Because the Yetzirah caused the people to sin, he caused the bit of Mikdash to be destroyed. Also, died as a result. The first bit of Mikdash is called Kadmoni uh, because, like the ocean, all the waters uh, empty out into the ocean. So too, in the first bit of Mikdash, everybody in the world used to travel to the bit of Mikdash. It was like the ocean. Everybody would end up in the Beit Hamikdash, so therefore they call it the Yamakadmon, the original first ocean. The Yetzirah figured out a way to destroy it. The Sofor, Pasuk continues, and his ending in a Yamaharon. What's the Yamaharon? That's the second Beit Hamikdash. Shenatan Einab in Mikdash Sheni. He put his uh, eyes on the second Beit Hamikdash. And he caused the people to have Yetzirah, and you have Sinat Hanam, whatever sins they uh, they, they cause. And they destroyed that as well. And again, Tamid Al-Khamim also uh, were murdered as a result. Which means, and he rose from the foul smell, and he rose from the stench. What does that mean? He leaves the foul odor of the Goyim and the stench of the Goyim, and instead of bothering them, what does he do? He antagonizes the enemies, our, our enemies. Who's our enemies? Meaning us. It's like, you know what? So the entry is saying. He leaves them and he comes after us. Okay? And he did something, Gadol, he did something great. It's great. 
ומתלמידי החכמים יותר מכולם. רבי יוסף הגדיר לעשות. That the great thing that he did is he incites the חכמים more than, uh, more than the next guy, more than anybody. כי האד אביה, את הסטוריה באביה. שמעיה נהוג אברה, he heard a certain man, וכעמד ההיא את התא, that he said to a certain girl, נקדים, let's get up early, uh, before sunrise, ונזיר באורחה, we'll take a walk on the road. אמר, so אביה, so what are they going to do? They're going to make avon, what are they leaving so early for? The dog outside must be gonna, uh, planning on making avon. Amar, he said, Ezil, I'll walk with them, meaning behind them, Afrishinu Mesura. So, no, I'll stop them from making uh, Isur. Azal Batrayu. So, he followed them, Tlata Parse. Ali Parsaot. Be'agma. They walked in the area, the meadows. The meadows is a private area. Kiavu Parse Mahadade. Well, now they were about to leave each other. They got to like a, a fork in the road. So now the, the man had to go to the right. But saying she had to go to the right. They lived in different cities. They came from different cities. So when they came to the point where, you know, they had to split from each other. Shama'inu de ka'amre. So they said to each other, listen. Urhin rahika. Our pairs are far from each other. Which means we can't walk with each other now because I go one way, you go a different way. So that's it. Our paths are far from each other. The Savdin Besima, which means uh, we cannot uh, uh, travel together anymore because, as she says, even though our company would be enjoyed if we would continue uh, walking, but uh, you know, we can't because we have, to, we have to part over here. And they, they didn't do anything. They just uh, parted and they and they left. Amar Abaye, says, If my enemy would be there, meaning he's saying, if I was there, he's calling himself his uh, enemy. If I were to be there with this girl, I would not be able to restrain myself. So therefore he's trying to say that uh, his Yitzhak is like bigger than uh, this guy. This guy here is at night and nobody's around and uh, he's alone, etc. And what they do, they didn't think nothing. No, no impropriety. So it says, Azal, so Abayi was depressed. He went and leaned against the, the doorpost as a sign of that he was uh, upset. He was, he was bothered with that. So an old rabbi came Maybe he said, Ya'onavi, Tana le, and he told him, Kol agadol mehavero, Yisro agadol emenu. What are you worried? That's the rule. Kol agadol mehavero, whoever is great, greater, the greater the person is, the greater Yitzhah is the person, which means, the Yitzhah is what they gain. If he topples down a big Sadiq, that's already a good sale. If he gets a Rashah, and Rashah is no Kiddushah, it's nothing. But they go after the Sadiq, that's already a, uh, a value. So that's an indication of your, uh, of your greatness. Every day in a person's mitkaber, it becomes uh, stronger. Now she says this pasuk, Hashim Kiddushin, says this pasuk is really extra. Because it says right the Yetzirah is Ra. Uh, it says Ra, Kodam is coming to tell me, no, it becomes every day stronger. Which means it tries to entice a person for different sins that he didn't try to get him on yesterday, and the next day he tries to... Get it from a different angle, right? Every day his methods become worse. Amar Bishwa ben Lakish, Yitro shit Adam et Kabir Anabikhoyom. The Yitzhara becomes stronger on a person. Every day Umbakesh Lamito, the Yitzhara wants to kill a person. Meaning kill him uh, spiritually. He wants to destroy his uh, neshama. Shunay Amar, Sofer, Rasha, the Tzaddik. The Rasha looks, gazes at the Tzaddik. The Rasha is the Yitzhara. Umbakesh Lamito. Then he wants to kill him. Now the Gemara continues. would not help a person, you would not be able to overcome him. Which means, even if we would fight him on our own, you cannot fight him on your own. He's too strong. If human intervention, uh, or without divine intervention, a human being has no shot to fight the Yitzhak. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't try to fight him. Once you start to fight the Yitzhak, God helps you to overcome. But you never fight him alone. Which is anytime you overcome the Yitzhak, it's because the Baruch Hu, God will not uh, leave you or abandon you in his hands. He will condemn you in judgment. 
תנא דבר בישמעאל. אם פגע בך מנוול זה, רוזס מנוול, ויצר הרע. מנוול זה כן, If he's like a metal, it possess, he'll shatter. Now, if he's a rock, he'll dissolve. We know the Torah is considered water, right? And we know the Yetzirah is like a rock. Now, what does it say regarding rocks and water? Abanim, rocks, were dissolved by water. When the water is dripping on the rock, whatever has happened to the rock, the rock becomes dissolved. Eventually, over time, the water is able to eat away at the rock. So therefore, you have a Yitzhak that's powerful like a rock. So what do you take it to the Bim Midrash? The Bim Midrash is water. The water goes on the rock, and everybody is able to get it to be dissolved. In Barzelu, if the Yitzhak is like Barzelu, if he's like metal, Mitpotzetz. What is Mitpotzetz? לא שאר, דכתיב, הלא קוד איברי כאש נאום השם. Right, he says, my words are like fire. So the Torah is also compared to fire. Now what happens when you put fire into the metal? So it causes the metal to, to melt away, to dissolve. So, and the Pasuk says, uchpatish yipotzez sala. Now, the Pasuk, we have to understand that according to the context over here, that the Torah is fire, and the uh, Yetzirah is the metal. So uchpatish Like the hammer, what's the hammer made out of? Metal. Iron, metal. Will be shattered by the rock. Which means you're taking a rock and you're hitting the, uh, the uh, metal. And what happens to the metal? The metal breaks. There are certain stones, like a sapphire or a diamond or a strong stone, that what? When you bring the uh, metal, it's able to break the metal. So you have to read the Pasuk like we read the Pasuk by the Abanim Sha'akumayim. When it's in the Pasuk, Abanim Sha'akumayim, it doesn't mean that the stones are going to wear away the water. It's backwards. It's the Mayim wears away the stone. So the same thing, when it says, It means the Sela is going to be to shatter the Patish. Because in our Mashal over here, the Patish is the metal. The metal needs to be shattered, not the stone. By this end of the Pasuk over here, it's going on the Yetzirah compared to a t- to metal. Now, some want to say that, no, this Pasuk is uh, a proof for the uh, stone case. That If you look at the Tosafot, look at the Tosafot on the Amud Yishon. On Nun Bet. I'm just reading in this uh, Tosafot, he says, the Itegar Sehacha, some have a Girsah, in this uh, Gemara over here, in Barzelu Mifahpeya. If uh, the Yetzirah is compared to Barzel, it'll be Mifahpeya. Mifahpeya is like it'll, uh, it'll explode. Shneemar, Halo Ko Devarai Keesh. Right? My Torah is like fire. Veesh Mifahpeya to Barzel. It causes the Barzel to, 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 to melt like. Veim Selahu is the Gersa. And if it's Selah, which means the, the, the stone, they're bringing the proof from the end of this pursuit that we just quoted. Right. So according to that, this last pursuit that we quoted is proving both. It's proving the barzel gets destroyed by the fire. That's the beginning. And how do we know the Yetzirah is like a stone will get uh, destroyed? Like a rock, like a hammer that breaks the... Rock. But the Rebbeinu Tam had a different case. The Rebbeinu Tam became Gretzat Asifrim Mufadish Uchpatish Posesar Shasela Mefosis the Barzel. I got to explain it to you that the Sela breaks the Barzel. Okay, because that, that that's the Bashal of it. The Barzel is going to get broken. Okay, the Rebbeinu Medrash. The Gemara tells you a story in the Medrash. Maaseh Behad. It was a story of a guy. That would happen. She canas the Pirin. He bought sapphire stone. Ubali Bantikoy wanted to check it out to see if the sapphire is real. Then Atu Al Asadan. He put it on the end. The on the anvil, the kabikunas. He took the hammer and he started to bang it. Nipkah Sadan. The anvil broke. So what do you see? That's real sapphire. Because they say you can't break the sapphire. The nihlak kunas and the hammer split. 
Vistapirin or Nechlak Mekolo. But the sapphire did not crack. Hainu dechi uchpatish yiposah sala. Hasela yiposet at the patish. The sela breaks the hammer. Vistapirinu even. Even sapir. Vistapirin is a stone. That's the rock. Mafaga. Okay, that's fine. So therefore you see over here that that's the way the Yetzirah. Whatever it is, the Torah, which is water or fire, able to, to destroy it. So I once heard from Hacham Baruch Arav Shalom. What does the Gemara mean? Moshkeh of the Beit Hamidrash. Bring him to the Beit Hamidrash. Leave him. Why should you bring him with you? Why just say bring him to the Beit Hamidrash? The explanation is that you have to fight the Yitzhak with strategies. If you're going to tell the Yitzhak that uh, I'm leaving you here and I'm going to go to the Beit Hamidrash, he's not going to let you. So you have to tell him, come, let's go to the Beit Hamidrash first. And then after we'll learn a little, then we'll go make Davon. Just don't want to stop off. So the Yitzhak says, okay, fine. It's a deal. And once he gets to the Midrash, finish. He's dismantled because you learned Torah. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to right away tell him I'm not doing the Avon at all, then he's going to come after you. So the Moshe the Midrash. Bring him. Draw him. Uh, meaning, uh, you know, uh, entice him to come to the Beit Midrash. And then already, once he's there, because you know, right. you're telling him I'm going to commit the sin later. I'm not, not going to commit the sin. Now, now it's one o'clock. Let me learn for an hour. Two o'clock, we'll commit the Avon. Moshe the Beit Midrash. Amar of Shmuel ben Nachmani. Amar of Yonatan. The entices a person in this world. And after he entices him in this world, he becomes a witness against you. A person that pampers or spoils his servant. Who's his servant? The Yetzirah is a servant of a person. Really, a person is supposed to be in control. But you spoil your servant, meaning you let him get his way. At the end, he's going to be your ruler. Which literally means, you give it to Yetzirah, eventually what happens, you become the Ayavid, and he becomes the ruler, he becomes the master, he controls you. But uh, the Gemara is saying over here that the word Manon means he becomes your witness. How do you know the word Manon? means witness sheken be'atbah shil rabihiyah in the style called atbah which is rabihiyah style of learning the alphabet korin the sahada they call witnesses manun what is atbah there's a style in studying the alphabet that you take the first letter of the alphabet alif and you uh, put it with the letter tit that's at alif tit Okay, which means the alif and the tet become interchangeable. At bah, you take the second letter bit and you take the het, which is also two letters that are interchangeable. And then you continue. You take the gimal and the zayin and the dalid and the vav. Now, the besides that, this at bah style of learning the alphabet is a style that has interchangeable letters, that you can interchange the Aleph and the Tet, but the first grouping of letters all equal the number 10. Aleph Tet is 10, Bet Het is 10, Gimal uh, Zayin is 10, Dalit Vav is 10. Okay, now, in the next level we go to hundreds. Okay, that's the digits of 10. In the number of hundreds we start with the letter Yud. We go to Yud, and we pair it up with the letter Sadi. Okay, Yud and Sadi is 100. Then we go to Chaf and Peh. Chaf is 20, Peh is 80. That's 100. Lamid, Ayin, is 30 and 70, is 100. Mem, Samich. Mem, Samich, is 60 and 40 and 60. So that's the level of 100s. In the Atbash, again, you're taking the first letter and then the furthest letter from it. Okay? So to get to digits of 10 and then to get to digits of 100. So now you start from the letter uh, Yud and you go to the furthest letter away to get to 100 would be the Tzadi. And then you go backwards. Right? Then you go to the letter Chaf and then you go to Peh. You're moving backwards on the second letter. Start from Tzadi which is 90, then Peh that's 80, and then Ayin that's 70, and then uh, uh, Samich that's 60. And going forward starting with Yud, Chaf, Lamid, Amen. Okay, now, so far two letters have not been used. In the digits of 10, the letter He was not used. Okay, in the letter, in the, in the digits of 100, the Nun was not used as well. Now we move to digits of a thousand. What's the digits of a thousand? So we go to Kof. Now Kof is a hundred. 
Now, there's five letters that we still have left in the alphabet. That's the Sofiyot. The Mansafach, Mem Sofit, Nun Sofit, Tzadi Sofit, Pe Sofit, Chav Sofit. Now, the Tzadi Sofit in numbers equals 900. That's the gematria of a tzaddi sofit. Where a tzaddi equals 90, a tzaddi sofit is 900. So you have kof tzaddi, that brings you already to 1,000. Okay, now go back. What's the letter before tzaddi? Peh. So peh would be 800. So you have resh and peh. Resh is 200. Peh is 800. That's 1,000. What's the letter uh, before uh, 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 peh? So that already would be the uh, Chaura. Uh, well, we, we, we need to get to 100. So if you're going forward, you're going to go to Sheen. Sheen, which is uh, 300. And then Man Safach. We're going to Sofiyot. In the Sofiyot, the next letter is Nun. Nun Sofit. We're not going to the alphabet. We're going to the Sofiyot. Mem, Nun, so go in order. Right? So the next letter is Nun. Nun would be uh, 700. So 300, which is Sheen. That's the way it works. The Sofiyot go in order. Which is Taf is 400. Then the first Sofit is 500. In order, Chaf. Chaf would be the first one. Man Safach. Chaf in, in order of levels. Chaf is first. Then you have uh, Mem. And then you have each one going up 100. So therefore, exactly, going up to 100. So therefore, the, the Tzaddi Sofit, which is the, the last of the Sofiyot, is 900. And going backwards, the one next to it would be the uh, pair, which would be 800, and the one behind the pair, which is the nun, would be uh, uh, the uh, 700, the study we did already. And then the one before that is the mem, that would be 600. So taf and mem, so that's the digits of a thousand. Now which letter did not, you didn't use, though, you didn't use the chaf sofit. In the digits of a thousands, you didn't use the chaf sofit. Chaf sofit was not, you didn't get to that one. So therefore the three letters that are not used in the atbah, the atbah style of learning is the he, is the uh, nun, and the chaf sofit. Okay, those three letters. Now, those three letters, since they're not used in the Hafsa, uh, in the in the in the, the Rasha, Rashi says, started from the uh, fourth line in Rashi, Vinish Aru, Hanach, the that's in the digits of ten, the Nun in the digits of a hundred, and the Hafsofit in the digits of a thousand. Right, the he had no partner in the asriyot. Velo le nun benzug bemeot lefisedra otiot velo lechaf, meaning the chaf sofit benzug baalafim. Good in the thousands. Vehebram yahad. Right, they're together. She put those words together. Nimsa derech alef betze. According to this alef bet style, sahada menon. Take the words menon. That's the pasuk. But the answer is going to be a menon. Now, transfer the mem in the atbach. Or what is mem keneged? Mem is keneged samich. To get a hundred. So again, mem per samich there. Then you have a nun. Well, the nun doesn't have a partner. The nun's partner is the he. Hanach. Right? It's part of that. So you have samich he. Then you have a menon. Then you have the vav. Well, the vav is the... Dalit, to get to ten. Vav is six, and the Dalit is four. So that's Samiche Dalit. And that was the last letter. Menon is Nun Sofit. Well, Nun Sofit doesn't have a partner. The partner is He. Because Hanach, those are the partners. The Nun and the He are interchangeable. So therefore, you have Sahada. So therefore, in the Atbah, Menon gets to uh, Sahada. In the, and therefore, right, Nun Sofit goes to the He and the Nun Sofit are interchangeable. So therefore, because the, those, those letters are alone. Raj. There's three letters that are alone. The He, the Nun, and the Chaf Sofit. But he tell you in the style of the Diraj, the He and the Nun are the interchangeable letters because they stand alone. But it's going like this. That's what it's like. The hand and the nun interchangeable. It's not a nun sofit. No, regular nun. The hair in the digits of ten. The nun in the digits of a hundred. And the chaf sofit in the digits of a thousand. So the hair and the nun, which are regular letters, and not sofiyot, those two letters are interchangeable. So in the word menon, in menon you have two nuns. 
So therefore, transfer those two nuns to his. And therefore you have, Samichedalilisada. So that's a, a proof that what? It's a witness. That's how he does, does it. Comes again and continues. Rabuna, Rameketif. Rabuna brought a contradiction in Pesukim. There's another Pasuk that the Pasuk says, Hen Yirat Hashem Hi Chokmah. It says, Hen in Greek is one. Now, why would uh, we bring a Greek word, Hen, uh, in the Torah? It says, Chokmah, the wisdom, there's only one wisdom, meaning a primary wisdom. What's the primary wisdom? Yirat Hashem. How do we know Hen is primary? Hen in Greek is one. But based on this Gemara, we know why he chose Hen. Because the letters He and Nun stand alone in Atbah. Those letters themselves do not have partners. So therefore, when you want to show something that's alone, that stands alone, that's special, you use those letters. He and the Nun. In any event, the Gemara says, Ravuna brings a contradiction in Pesukim. There was a certain spirit referring to the Yetzirah, it misled the person. So that's Mahashba, that the Yetzirah is outside the person. It's the outer, outside forces that cause a person to sway. But another Pasuk says that no, that the Yetzirah actually sways a person from inside. Inside them. It's Mahashba that it's in them. So the Gemara says, in the beginning, it's an outside force, which means it's not so strong. It just causes the person to be misled. But eventually, the Yetzirah becomes part of the person and it becomes his essence. The beginning, the Yetzirah is called Helech. Somebody that's just uh, walking. Then he becomes a guest. Then he becomes the Balabayat. He becomes the you know the 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 the, the, uh, the host. Shneimar. This pasuk is written when Natan and Nabi came and rebuked David Melech with his incident with Bathsheba. So the prophet Natan gave David a mashal of a rich man that was making a, a party mm-hmm. for a guest that he had, and he didn't want to use his own uh, animals, so he went to his neighbor next door, who was a poor guy, and he stole the sheep, and he slaughtered it to feed it to his guest. And what the mashat of David was, you're a rich guy, you can take anybody you want. You have to go to the wife of Uriah, the poor guy, is mad. you had to take his wife, you couldn't uh, you know, go somewhere else. But according to this Gemara, the Natan was actually rebuking David about how his Yisrarah, uh, got the best of him. <clears throat> because in that past mashal, where the rich guy has a guest that he wants to feed, it refers to the guest in three wow. different languages in the same pasuk. Originally it calls the guest a helech, then it calls him a orayah, then it calls him an ish. So the Natan was trying to tell David, look, Yetzirah started off just as a, you know, a passerby, then he became a guest by you, and then he became, he owned you. So it says, Vayavo helech l'isha ashir. It says, uh, a passerby came to the Isha Ashir. In this mashal, who's the Isha Ashir? David. You're the, you're the rich guy. He didn't want to take from his own Shiba To make it for the Oreah. Now the guy came from a, a wayfarer. He turned into a guest. Now he ends up making it for the Balabite that came to him, the host. He just passes by, then he becomes more settled in a person, then he becomes already, he owns the guy. There's a certain ever, a certain limb, small ever that a person has in his body. The more he starves it, the more satiated it is. Must be all but the more he satiates it, the hungrier it gets. Shnei like the pasuk says, kimraitim vayisbau. The more one afflicts himself vayisbau, he is satiated. Now, what is this talking about? So that she says over here, this is obviously referring to the ever, the gid of the person. Must be all. Uh, if a person satiates it, meaning a person goes with Tashmish, Yoman Baran, like Tosafot says, day and night, Ra'ev, he becomes starved, which means his body will become weak when he gets older. So he is having excessive Ta'ava, must be all Ra'ev. His body, that she's Lashon, is Ra'ev Gufo Haser Kawah. 
V'ra'ev la'ed zikna, when he gets older. Saveya, however, if a person is mar'ibo, a person starves it, he doesn't go after his tavot always, so when he gets older, he'll be saveya, he'll be strong, he'll have his full strength. That's the way that she understands this Gemara. Another understanding of the Gemara, obviously, is the more a person goes after his tavot, so he grows the tavot. But the more a person uh, abstains from the tavot, so the tavot become less uh, an issue. People, people think that they'll give in and the yitzra will go away. The contrary, when a person gives in, he only makes the yitzra more hungry. When a person deprives himself from the yitzra, so already he weans himself off, and then he becomes satiated. Amar of Hana Baracha Amri Be'rav. Arba'ah mitharet alene kadosh baruchu there's four different things that Akadosh Baruch Hu Kivyach or regrets that he created them. The Elohim, Galut, uh, exile, Kasdim, the Kasdim, which are the Babylonians, the Ishmaelim, the Arabs, the Yetzir Hara, and the Yetzir. These are four things that Akadosh Baruch Hu regrets. Galut, how do you know that God regrets that he had to send the Jewish people into Galut? God says, What am I doing here that I had to take my children into Galut, Hanam, for no reason? regrets the fact that he has had to send us into Galut. Kazdim, that's referring to like the Babylonians, they destroyed the Beit HaMikdash. Dikhtiv, Hen Eretz Kazdim Ze'aram Lohaya. Boriyaram says, I wish it was Lohaya, non existent. means that Eno Kedai. She says, Halbai, they shouldn't have been. Yishma'ilim. So, Dikhti, the Pasuk says, Yishlayu Ohalim. Literally means the people that live in the tents will prosper. Leshodedim, those are the thieves, the robbers. Ubatuhot, Nemargizai. And uh, the, uh, my people are going to be provoked by the, by the, what, what, the confident ones? Those who that uh, God brought with his own image. God says, I brought the uh, Yishma'ilim. So that she explains how he learns this Pasuk. Look at this, look at that she. Arabim. This is referring to the Arabs. They live in tents. Wow. In the deserts. And they're all Bedouins, like they have shepherds. What does it say? God says, I brought them to the world to be provoked. Which means, I, I, I caused them. So God is regretting the uh, fact that the Ishmaelim were uh, created. <laughs> <laughs> the, the ones that the God Himself brought biyado with His own hands. Yetzirah. I don't know. God regrets the Yetzirah. God says, I caused the Yetzirah to make the people sin and do bad. God takes blame. She says, I created the Yetzirah to sin. I caused the I'm to blame. I caused the Yetzirah to make them sin. Amar if it wasn't for the following three pesukim, the legs of the Jewish people would collapse. Which means, based on the following three pesukim, we have a claim in Shammai after 120 years, when God's going to say, you sinned, we can come to God and say, well, uh, you, you created the Yetzirah, you know, if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't have the Yetzirah, because God takes some of the blame. So therefore, we could use these pesukim to mitigate our judgment. So without these pesukim, we wouldn't stand in judgment. What is this pesukim we just quoted, where God says, I caused the Yitzhak, it was my fault. I uh, brought the Yitzhak on the person and I caused them to, to make the people sin. The Hadikhtim, just like a, a clay in the hands of a potter, so too uh, the Jewish people uh, are, 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 are the creation of Hakadosh Baruchu. So therefore, it's uh, God, Kivyachol. You know, we're the work of God, and his, his hand is in the is, is in the creation, obviously, and therefore uh, the etzrara as well is 
creation of God. Therefore, God has to take Kivyachol again, the responsibility to a certain extent. The Idach, Vasiruti, God says, I'm going to remove the stone heart that you have in your bodies. So God admits that the heart of a person is live even. So therefore, we, we can use these Pesukim to mitigate our judgment. We could learn it from the fourth pasuk. That God says, I'm going to put my spirit in you. Now, until that point, the spirit of God is not in the person. So, how do you think we were able to succeed? We didn't have your spirit. And then God says, I'm going to put my spirit in you. So, therefore, we see that we can use that uh, pasuk as well. That she says, She's really the avonot and zikriyot God controls. And the inner heart. So therefore, not that we don't have free will, but as we're learning that, Borei Olam puts a certain uh, uh, blame on himself, Kivyachol, I say again, and therefore, we can use these Pesukim. Now the Gemara continues to be Doresh. We have a Pesuk in Zechariah. Vayareni Hashem Arba'ah Harashim. The prophet Zechariah says, God showed me four craftsmen. Man Ninu, who are these four craftsmen? Arba'ah Harashim, these four craftsmen. Amar Abhanabar Bizna, Amar Bishmon, Asida, Mashiach bin David, Mashiach bin Yosef, Veliyao, Vikohen Sedek. All these are four builders. Mashiach bin David and Mashiach bin Yosef, they're the ones that are going to build the Beit HaMikdash. Eliyahu, he already is a builder because he built the Mizbayah on Harak Karmel. And we learned in the Navi. And Kohen Sedek is Malkit Sedek. Malkit Sedek is Shem ben Noah, and he helped his father build the Teba. So therefore, all these four uh, people were considered the four Arashim, the four builders. Mativ Rav Sheshat. So Rav Sheshat says, hold it. You're calling these four Mashiach, the two Mashiachim, Eliyahu and Navi, and Kohen Sedek was Malkit Sedek. You're calling them builders? What about the Pasuk that says, also in Zechariah, Vayomer, we have to read the Pasuk, Lemor, Ele HaKeranot. These are the Keranot's horns, the strong ones, Asher Zaru Et Yehuda, that they are going to caused Yehudah, the Jewish people, to be dispersed. Now that Pasuk was written right after the first Pasuk. So Smashra, these four builders that you call them, they're going to be the four strong horns that are going to disperse the Jewish nation. You're telling me that these ones are the ones that are going to bring the people back. If you're calling them builders, they're building the Beit HaMikdash, they're building Mizpechot, they're this and that. They're the saviors of Israel. But the Pazuk is the four these four people are not builders at all. They're the ones that are going to cause the Jewish people to be exiled. So how could you say the Harashim is Mashiach bin Yosef, bin David, and Smashra, these are the enemies of Israel, these Harashim. Go to the end of the uh, go down to the end of the Pasuk. Which means these Harashim are going to come to cast down the people that were mentioned in the beginning of the Pasuk. These Kiranot, these horns, are not referring to the Harashim, they cannot refer to the enemies of the Jewish people. So the Pasukim read like this God's gonna show bring the four builders. And what are the, the four builders gonna do? When the Horns, meaning the enemies of Israel, it's the next pasuk, are going to come and disperse the Jewish people. Go back to the beginning. God is going to bring the builders, and they are going to come and cast them down and send them out to protect B'nai Israel. So the Hadashim are referred to at the end of the pasuk. The Kiranot, the beginning, are referred to the enemies. That's uh, uh, the uh, understanding. Okay? So when uh, he heard this interpretation of the Pesukim, uh, he asked on Nabhana. Uh, how, how are you calling the four builders these four people? I didn't know the other pasuk. So when Rav Hana answered him up, Rav Sheshat said, Oh, I shouldn't have got involved with Rav Hana. He says, When it comes to Rav Hana and Agata, what am I getting involved for? Which means he has the right answers. What am I asking him questions? He, he knows exactly how to do this, these pasukim. Now, the pasuk continues. We have a pasuk in actual Micha. Shalom Ashur Kiavo 
says Rabbi Shalom when Ashur, which is, you know, peace is on the way, when Ashur, when the Assyrian king is going to come into our land, and he's going to trample our Armon, our palace, and then, then God says, I'm going to bring the seven shepherds and the eight <coughs> princes to protect Am Yisrael. So the Gebra says, Who are these seven shepherds uh, that God's going to bring to protect Am Yisrael? David Be'emsa. David Amalek is going to be in the middle. Adam Shet Umetushelah Mimino. Abraham Yaakov Moshe Bismono. That's, the, that's the, the, the order of the shepherds of Rezil. Rashi does not know why these seven. He knows why it's not Yitzhak. Because the Gibraltar Shabbat says, and there's a Midrash that says, where's Yitzhak going to be at that time? He's going to be petitioning God to save the Jewish people from Gehinnam. So he's going to be upstairs involved. But the seven over here doesn't know why specifically they picked these seven. And who was the eight princes? Gishai, that's the father of David. Shaul, Ushmuel, Amos, Sefanya, Sidkiya, Umashia, Bediahu. Now, Rashi says, Adam Shetu Metushela, then at Sadikim Shu Kodamabul. The three have in common, they were Sadikim before the Mabul, Shelo Hatu, Ador Enosh, Kedikhtiv Azuhal. Now, Metushela, we know, was a Sadiq Gamur. Like we learned that God delayed the flood seven days in order to finish with the avilut of Betusherach that died. Okay? So comes the Gemara continues. Arba'a Sulamot. We learned that part of the Simhabit Shoeva was there was Minorot. There was four Minorot and they had, they were very tall Minorot. The Gemara says, how tall were they? Gemara says, Tana Govashu Minorah Hamishim Amma. The menorah were 50 amma tall. They took four children from the keunah, and they would carry barrels filled with oil, 120 log. So the Gemara has a question. Did each Barrel have 120 log? Because it says that each candelabra had four cups. And they would send up the Kohanim, the youngsters, to go fill up the cups with oil. So it says they would send up 120 log. Does it mean 120 log per cup? Or maybe 120 for all of them, which means 30 log per cup. So that's the uh, the she'ela. So the Gemara says, Tashema, Ubideem kadeshemen sheloshim sheloshim log. Shem kulam me'avesim log. So they weren't carrying a uh, a barrel of 120 log. There was four kohanim that went up the ladders to the four cups. Each cup carried 30 log. So each queen was carrying 30 log of oil. So when it says 120 it's really in totality, the whole menorah got 120, but each cup got only 30. 30. There was four menorot, right? There was four menorot. Times four. Correct, so that times four. Now, Tana, they They were even more praiseworthy in their strength than the son of Marta Batpaitos. Marta Batpaitos' son was a Kohen, was a very strong Kohen. But they're saying the strength to carry that amount of oil up the ladders of 50 amma is even a sign of greater strength than one of the strongest kohanim the son of Marta Bat Baitos why what did he do how did he uh, show us his strength they said about the son of Marta Bat Baitos in the morning they would bring the korban so we learned in Masikat Yomah that the Qurban was humongous, it was big. They had to split up the, bring the Qurban up the ramp of the Mizbeah with 24 Kohanim. Each Kohen would take up a different pot. However, the son of Marta Bat Baitos, he carried the two sides of the animal that's normally split amongst 24 people. He carried it himself. What, what type of animal? Shor Gadol. A big animal that cost a thousand zoos when it was very heavy. Umalech Ekeb Besad Gudal. And he walked in deliberate steps, which means he didn't run. Normally when a guy's carrying something heavy, you run. 
He did it very slow. His front foot, it was toe heel. So he didn't take big strides. So you see, obviously, was, uh, and he walked up the ramp. The ramp of the Mizbah is 32 Amot. So it says, But the, uh, the, the, when the Kwanim saw him doing it himself, they didn't let him. Why? It's more uh, 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 praiseworthy to have more people involved in the Mitzvah. So the Gebelah wants to say that even though he was a very strong man, what the Kohanim did by taking the oil up the ladders, that's even a greater sign of strength. So the Gebelah says, what are you talking? My Mishabahim. Why is that a greatest? What, what, what's the praise? If you're talking about weight, the animal is definitely much heavier than 30 log of oil. So why are they saying that, oh, the strength of the young Kualim with the oil was even more praiseworthy than uh, the son of Martabat Baitos? What are you talking What he carried was much heavier. So the Chaurah, he's the stronger one. You're right, he was carrying something very heavy, but he was going up a ramp. Now we know the ramp was 32 Amot. And the 32 Amma ramp was on an incline up to 9 Amot. Which was the top of the Mizbah. Which means for every 3 and a half Amma, it rose gradually in Amma. So basically that's not so steep. So therefore it's an angle but it's not steep. So therefore to carry such a thing in a ramp like that, that's not so praiseworthy compared to Haqqa Sulamot. Going ladders, the ladder is very steep. And you're going to get 50 amot. So therefore for them, even though what they were carrying might have been lighter. I didn't say four, I said less than four. The point is, to go up the ladder is uh, less uh, less uh, 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 less weight, but more steep. Look at the bottom of that sheet. Imishum Masui. Two sides of the animal are much heavier than 30 log of oil. Close to four amot, Every three and change, it, it graduated in amma. was 32 amma in strength, to nine high. So therefore, the Gemara is praising the Kohanim on their ability to go up a steep ladder carrying the 30 log, as opposed to carrying something heavier on a more gradual slope.